0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Live from the Twin Peaks Studios, Sports Radio Six Ten presents Pain and Pendergast.
1: I was two hundred and ten pounds when I left Cleveland. I was one hundred and seventy pounds sitting in Vegas that August, that September, October, whatever it was later in that year. How you lose forty pounds? You're on a strict diet, a blow. Oh, I was about to say, I only. you don't want either one of them. I mean, you lose 40 pounds in that length of time, you're going to crack. Or Ozempic? <laughs> so that's the new thing, now. <laughs> touché, touché. You're right about that, bro. You're and at re- that point in time, man, I would look in the mirror, and I didn't see myself any different than when I was in Cleveland. Really? Until I stepped on a scale at the Cosmopolitan Hotel in Las Vegas, I didn't realize I had lost 40 pounds.
2: That was Johnny Manziel. He was on Shannon Sharpe's podcast, Club Shay Shea, dropped yesterday. And boy, I, when he says, I looked in the mirror and I didn't, I didn't see any difference until I stepped on the scale. I just remember, dude, the pictures that surfaced on social media of Johnny in his first season, his first year after getting cut by the Browns yeah. was some of the scariest stuff I've ever seen of a guy, you know, just, he looked like a skeleton. He looked like a ghost. Just stumbling around resorts all over the place.
3: Well, he had also kind of like like
2: tattoos, but
3: like awkwardly placed, like in the like yeah, a, it wasn't a, good. A, a man, like there's one like in the crook of his elbow, and uh, yeah, he was. Uh, I, I would I, I don't want to say living his best life at all, not at all, because one thing that he does here, and it's actually a good part of the podcast, is when he discusses about like maybe the difference between college in the NFL was in college. He says he wasn't on the hard drugs yet. Uh, He got to the NFL and he was exposed to a whole new world of potential types of partying, but that he also really started to isolate him then. Yeah. And and like, that's a really sad part of a lot of like hard drug use stories is how isolating it is. And you just feel so much. He talks about how much shame he felt Uh. and that he would just hole up and do what he was going to do. But it wasn't, it's not. It's it's not like being you know Metallica on tour in 1988. No, or and something. he was in Cleveland. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like he's yeah. not even
2: somewhere where he even felt like going out. He yeah. was in Cleveland. Um, so that was uh, a lot of interesting stuff in this podcast. The the one that's the cut that's getting the most run here locally is uh, Johnny's thoughts on his relationship with his former head coach Kevin Sumlin from his time at A and M. What was the relationship like? What did the relationship turn into?
1: My relationship with Kevin Summon was great. You know, um, he was my dog. You know, he rode for me hard. He went to bat for me. He went to war for me and a multitude of different scenarios. You know, I think where our relationship fell out a little bit is how do you have a guy who's a grown man who I look back on this now, reflective in this? You know, how do you have a guy who's a grown man, you know, telling me what I should do? Obviously, my coach, my guy I'm looking up to, my head football coach, is telling me to live a certain way and put all this party and this behind you. But if you know anything about Kevin Summons, what he's doing behind the scenes. Oh, he's partying too? So from behind, from my eyes, so it's hypocritical. We're together. Just, well, we're a 40 club in New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We in the back room playing pool, with ace of spades. We're chilling. Right. Coach is there. This is what he does. So now looking back at it, it's hypocritical to me. And our relationship is great and will forever be great. And no, I do not sit here today as a judge of a man, a judge of a person who helped get me to the point of where I wanted to be in life by no means whatsoever. I'm calling a spade a spade. Right. And I'm just going to be and, and give the God's honest truth as what I know it to be. That some feathers, so be it.
2: Yeah, you can't just drop our relationship is great, it's always going to be great, in the middle of something that you're you're just kind of trashing the guy.
3: You're right? pointing out that, yeah, Kevin Sumlin's lifestyle isn't uh, compatible with instructing young men. Right. Kevin Sumlin, a man that uh, is in the business of instructing young men, which is fine. And I know every time we talk about something like this, somebody will say, like, well, oh, he didn't say anything that was untrue. Right, but... If you're you're dishing on the personal life or potential issues for somebody that you also claim to have a great relationship with, like yeah, you don't do that. Yeah, right. That's like that's like stupid bro code stuff, right? Yeah. Like that's as basic as it gets. Yep. There's lots of things that are true that you could say about your very good friends yep. that you would never say to anybody. Yeah. Certainly not on a podcast. Can't so. have both.
2: Can't have yeah. both. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the headline on the Chronicle is Johnny Manziel blasts former Aggies coach Kevin Sumlin on yeah. podcast.
3: Having said that, the part, the part there too where Johnny Manziel multiple times in this interview talks about how he's still growing and he's still learning things and he's trying to take accountability, mm-hmm. uh, for things. But like, okay, there, does he still not recognize the difference between a coach and a player and like what a coach can get away with putting into his body, like just drinking and a player. Like, I mean, we go to back to bear Bryant who liked to, you know, he liked to sip on the whiskey a little bit. Yeah, He wasn't, there's nothing, there's no player that was like, I'm bear Bryant telling me to live a clean life. Go screw yourself. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I think, you know, like as far as Johnny goes, and we're going to have one more here of him talking about Sumlin um, is that Back then, he clearly didn't understand that. I think the – maybe the – I say disturbing. Like, I I'm, I don't care deeply enough about Johnny Manziel to hope that he all of a sudden finds clarity in all his issues and everything like that. But it seems like he still feels the same way now that he did in 2012 about all this. You know, yeah. like that there's still – Still got a bug up his butt that Kevin someone was allowed to go party, and he was telling him, "You don't go party." Like he, right, he still feels right. the same way about this twelve years later.
3: He admits to a lot of the immaturity, and yet at the same time, will still point the finger and blame people, <laughs> and either with the Browns or with the, uh, yeah. with A and M, without like conceding that. Okay, look, John Man- Johnny Manziel, there are a lot of other people that have been in your position that didn't didn't react the way you did, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it's just, there's, and lots of people in those very, like, at those schools or with coaches like that, so it's, it's, Aaron Durder's laundry about Kevin Sumlin doesn't make me feel like, oh, wow, yeah, you really get it. Yeah, I didn't understand. I don't know if you got it or not, but now that you're pointing the finger at Kevin Sumlin, now I know you've taken responsibility for yourself.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink. Think your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.
4: Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Shannon Sharp asked Johnny Manziel, are you surprised that someone does not have a head coaching gig right now?
1: Um, No. I'm You're not, not surprised. Mm-mm. Why? Um, I think what made Coach Sumlin so great is no longer really with him right now where his focus is. You know, I think life has gotten the better of him a, a little bit. And I'm a prime example of and I don't want to sit up here and be a preacher, you know. I don't want to sit up here and tell anybody they're living wrong or anything like that, because that's what it used to feel like me back in the day when they were, when people trying to were doing kill that Johnny. to me. So um, I don't see the same spark. you know I don't have much of a relationship anymore with him anymore. We'll reach out and talk like here and there, maybe once a year, mm-hmm. but not like I have the relationship with my other coaches
2: All right, so that I mean Johnny's going deep on a question and I think has i like honestly, I think if you ask just your average college football fan or media member, are you surprised Kevin Sumlin doesn't have a head coaching job right now that you asked me that, and I yeah. know him a little bit like if you asked me that, I'd say no, I'm not surprised he he didn't have a good run at Arizona. And he's, he you know, he was in the news for the wrong reasons a few months ago because he got a DUI at his job in, in in Maryland. So, like empirically, I'd be like, no, I'm not surprised he doesn't have a head coaching yeah. job right now. Body of work's not all that great lately.
3: Yeah, no, this is one of those elements too where I'm like, it doesn't surprise me at all. Like everything that he's saying. Nothing that he's saying about Kevin Sumlin is a revelation or anything. It's kind of a surprise that he's saying it while also claiming that they'll forever have a great relationship. Someone with
2: a you're you're exactly right. But then
3: at the same time, like in the same interview, like a minute later, is saying like, "Well, we don't have much of a relationship anymore." You know, like he just he's like he's he's, all over the place. There's a lot of BS that comes with him. Like that's not a surprise. Yeah, he's just he he says something and then will like he. Just talking about how his family never explained why they left Tyler. Uh, and then like 30 seconds later, he's explaining exactly why his family left Tyler. Right. I just uh, There's a lot of BS to Johnny Manziel. All
2: right. So are we, if there's a lot of BS to Johnny Manziel. Are we buying this story here? This is a story that Johnny is telling kind of secondhand because he wasn't there for it. But reportedly, according to Johnny, his dad went into Kevin Sumlin as Johnny was pondering whether or not to come out for the draft after 2013. And ask Kevin Sumlin for $3 million to get Johnny to stay at AM.
1: You know, my gut instinct and feel is, and I know this because of instances that happened when I left. <laughs> All right. I'm leaving to go to the draft, and I'll paint a picture for you. It's 2000, the spring of 2014, December 2013, right in there about December, January. I'm getting ready to make this decision on if I'm going to the NFL draft or I'm going to stay. And I found this out five years later from my dad. But my dad went and had a meeting with Kevin Sutton and pretty much went to him man-to-man and was like, we'll take three million bucks and we'll stay for the next two years. And my dad says this is true as is today as he did when he told me. He left. He did the same thing that he did when Cliff Kingsbury asked him to be the highest paid offensive coordinator the year before. And Cliff would have stayed with me another year and we would have ran it back and right. gone for another one. Right. But he comes to someone, he asked him for X amount, someone, pff, he had this... Ego about him that what we built, we was all him.
2: I will say this too: Johnny holds Cliff Kingsbury in very high regard in this oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, He's very multiple much, times.
3: Uh, Cliff Kingsbury came to scout him when he oh. said that we didn't have a we didn't have a scholarship to offer, but I just wanted to come see you work out and have a practice. Well, and, and, and yeah. they
2: had each other's back too. Remember that cut we played yeah. last week of Skip Bayless saying, "Say, saying, Merrill Hodge, you are dead wrong." I talked to Cliff Kingsbury and he said, this guy is going to take the league by storm. (laughs) You have never, ever, ever been more wrong about something in your life. Merrill Hodge. Yeah. Yeah. They had each other's back cliff and Johnny for sure.
3: There is a certain, definitely a certain type of lifestyle. You can live as a coach or a player in college football that just generally does not cut it in the NFL Mm -hmm. unless you're supremely gifted. Yeah. um, Both as a coach and as a player. And some of the people who think that they can diminish themselves and then still go out and compete against NFL players like get a very rude awakening. And that was Johnny Manziel. Yep. Like I mean, he's just he was he was a horrendous NFL football player. And yeah. Like this this. This is kind of a depressing podcast because he starts sounding like Al Bundy in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. He won't shut up about Texas high school football, which <laughs> is cool that. and all, but, like, man, you're doing it in the context of a guy who was an extreme bust as an NFL first-round pick. <laughs> he did a Mount, no, Mount like,
2: Rushmore of Texas like, high school football yeah, on his podcast. Yeah,
3: yeah, I like, go, all right, man, you got to lay off the high school football talk a little bit, man. Yeah, it was funny, man. All
2: right, uh, heading into the 9 o'clock hour. All right, th- there's an NFL team. One of the biggest disappointments of last season – and apparently the dumbest reason that I've ever heard for a team sliding into the toilet at the end of a season. We have that for you coming up next.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit
4: HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,